0: This is a Bloomberg Quick Take. Context and background on issues of interest. Our focus is on why pricing carbon is still more theory than reality with Bloomberg's Matthew Carr. The situation.
1: Well, the idea is basically to make the polluter pay. At the moment, most of the world just lets uh, burners of uh, natural gas, coal, uh, a lot of other dirty fossil fuels just produce electricity from those And not really pay anything, uh, even though there's a tremendous cost to the climate. And um, we're seeing a lot of the storms resulting from climate change. And uh, there's droughts and other problems coming at us.
0: So the idea of pricing carbon, how much of a reality is this? Or is it still in reality closer to a theory?
1: It's uh, pretty well tested now, but uh, there's only uh, less than 20% of the world's emissions are covered by prices. And that's the big problem. So at the moment, most... Fossil fuel users can just pollute away and there's no problem for them and they're not paying the uh, cost of the damage that they're causing. Um, Once China comes up with its emissions trading program, which it's meant to be doing right now through the next few years, then we're going to reach more than 20% of the world's emissions being covered. So it becomes more more of a real thing there. Mainly uh, the biggest market at the moment is mainly in Europe.
0: Is there a quick or easy explanation as to the mechanics of actually making all of this work?
1: So usually what happens is governments will hand out allowances or auction them at a set number, and that number declines over time. This squeezes polluters and forces them to adopt uh, cleaner technology. That's the main aim of the game. So a lot of uh, the criticism uh, at these programs stems from... uh, Look, you've increased uh, economic costs and prices in the economy, but actually, that's the whole idea. You increase the costs of dirty uh, technology, and that prods everyone to go under cleaner stuff. The background. So, the idea's been around since 1990 and before that, even, but in 1990, the world decided to tackle climate change and came up with uh, a few years later the Kyoto Protocol, which included sort of carbon pricing markets but there's also been taxes um, used around the world as well as uh, uh, perhaps a a more simple way to get going on this.
0: Does this idea work? Will it work? Or does the answer depend on who you ask the question of?
1: I think it does actually depend who you ask. But uh, essentially it's an economic uh, problem that we're trying to solve and then it becomes an environmental problem. So the problem is that we're letting a bad behavior happen without any consequence and so what you do by putting the price on the bad behavior is you prod people into the direction that they should be going into at the moment um you know you've got the economic structures set up and everyone's just going to keep doing what they do now they need prodding otherwise uh, they'll just stick to the bad behavior the argument well the big question is what price should it be uh, we've seen a surge in carbon prices here in Europe uh, this year alone have more than doubled. And the problem with that is that it shocks the big energy-intensive industries a little bit, and also it hasn't quite happened yet, but the mums and dads at home are going to be a bit shocked as their power price bills go up as well, as well as gas has been dragged up as well. So um, the, the the trick that the policy makes are trying to get there. Uh, head around is to make it a gradual thing rather than a uh, something that shocks the economy.
0: All right. So briefly then, winners and losers in all of this?
1: Well, the obvious losers are the uh, producers of dirty power. Um, coal, natural gas is cl- much cleaner, but still um, uh, being pressured a little bit to lift its game and, and cut uh, emissions as well. Um, obviously, oil uh, is being threatened by electric vehicles. So, All of this is playing out in the heads of fund managers now who are trying to allocate capital over the next decade, and they're wondering which technologies to favor.
0: And who are the global leaders in carbon pricing?
1: So the European Union has the world's biggest carbon market. That started in 2005. Um, California also has uh, quite a successful program uh, where prices have also risen, and uh, California's actually covers a bigger portion of the economy than Europe's does.
0: For more on carbon pricing or other quick takes, go to Bloomberg.com or for terminal customers, go to NI Quick. I'm Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio.